Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ran. We booked it. Today is about characters who died, but didn't. But before we get started, make sure to follow our Instagram at WeBookedIt for updates about the podcast. We're posting book reviews and, you know, all the fun things over there. So make sure to check us out. Yes. So shall I start? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to start with one for the both of us. Evan from the Fifth Wave. He supposedly died in an explosion. I believe it was a... They were at a school, right? Was it a school? Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. It was a building, and he exploded it for the greater good. And we thought, oh, he's dead. There goes Cassie, the love interest. And then he wasn't dead in the next book. Because there was another book. That's the, that's the one good thing the, the next books did, though. They brought Evan back. Mm. And I can stand yeah. by that. That was a good choice. I liked Evan. Yeah, me too. But also, it was like, he died, and now he's back. I know. <laughs> and then, are aliens real? Yes or no? We have no idea. <laughs> yeah, we read this series, we still don't know. But anyway, we'll, we'll stop now. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'll talk about a love interest. PETA from The Hunger Games. We think that at the end of the second book that he's, he's died in, like, the Hunger Games where they're all called back. The quarter quell. And, yeah, the, the quarter quell. And, like, Everything is chaos. District 12 has been blown up. And, like, you know, Peter's gone. Where did he go? What's going on? Then he comes back in the third book, but he's not really Peter anymore. He's, He's been tortured and he hates Katniss now because of it. And it's, it's, it's just sad. <laughs> it's, it almost would have been better if he had just died. <laughs> That's the worst. Peta is not the same soft-spoken cinnamon roll of a boy that he was before the Hunger Games. Now he has trauma. He's, yeah, he's been traumatized. And it's... I get what it brings to the books, but it, it is also like, well, you made us think he was dead. And you brought him back. And so I have to talk about it in this episode. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Oh, so a lot of love interest I actually. I'm going to talk about another love interest. If you've ever. I've talked about the Black Witch Chronicles a lot. You should read it. But, spoilers. Oh, also, this entire episode. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the whole episode is spoilers. Yeah. But anyway, Yvonne. Back to Yvonne. Yvonne, is, they kind of got like an enemies to lovers thing going on. And then they get together, and then they're literally split apart by the end of the second book. And then third book rolls around. And the third book is where it all goes downhill. Because it introduces those multiple perspectives. Like, many, many multiple perspectives. You go from, like, just Ella Wren, and then, like, one other perspective, like, every, like... Through, like, at a certain interval or section, you get, like, another 
point of view. Mm -hmm. But then it's multiple. And you've got, like, chunks where you don't hear from Ellerin at all. Oh. And in one of those chunks, you witness uh, Yvonne's uh, perspective. And then he dies. Mm. And me, being unable to accept this, goes to the back of the book to see if he's mentioned. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't find that. Oh. So, I was in distress. And then I finished the book. And he did come back. I just missed the part where it was <laughs> mentioned when I was trying to make sure if he was alive or not. Because I was like, I've... I've been through this rodeo before. People die, but they don't die. I need to know, do I mourn or, like, what do I do? And I mourned. I didn't need to. He was alive. I was so angry. You're like, I've been through this before, so I need to know how emotionally invested I need to be. (laughs) And it still backfires. Oh, man. And then, and then I, I told, I, I lent my friend the book because she's read the series, um, because I lent it to her. And she goes, oh yeah, I never believed it to begin with. And I was like, you're kidding! What? I'm so angry that I went through all of this emotional distress and you went through none of it. Yeah, it's that is not, not fair. fair. Mm-mm. not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> It's not fair. I went around thinking a great character had died, and then he's not dead. And then it's hard, because the love triangle gets introduced back in because he's alive now. Oh. And that's the most annoying thing about Yvonne's death. And not death. Since I read mostly contemporary... (laughs) I surprisingly struggled with this, but I did find a few. So, in Everything Everything, Madeline, she technically dies. She is the main character. And oh. she's so she's the one who has the, you know, autoimmune deficiency yes. or whatever whatever's going on there that her mom lied to her about so she wouldn't leave the house because she was so afraid after her husband and I think possibly her son died in a car crash. So she was like, Madeline, you must stay with me. So I'm going to lie about this thing. Anyways. So when Madeline, you know, goes out to Hawaii with Ollie, she like has like an allergic reaction to something, ends up dying in the hospital. But like you flip through and you get to this page that is all black and it just says, my heart stops. And then you flip over, and then it starts again. <laughs> and it, it almost feels like, I don't know if this is a loophole to the episode that we're doing, but she did die. <laughs> she just came back no, no, really no, I quick. Think this, no, this is true. If they died, but di- I think this counts. Okay, good. I think this counts. <laughs> like, she was dead, and now she's alive. It's like, you know, I'm gonna laugh, but I'm dead. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, like, reverse that. I'm dead, but I'm alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can actually go along with that, because that reminded me of a character who had the literal exact same thing. Um, which is Sophie Foster from Keeper of the Lost Cities. Sophie, I think, has died... No. Died once. 
Do to an allergic reaction. <gasps> so in the most recent book, so in the first book, it's established she has an uh, and she has an allergy to libium. I think mm-hmm. that's it. I I don't think it's a real substance. Um, maybe it is, but I don't know. But she's allergic to the substance. Um, and Sophie's been through a lot. But in the most recent book is the only time when uh, her heart stopped beating. Uh, and it's because um, she needed to repair her abilities once more, which requires, drumroll, Livium! Oh. The very thing she's allergic to. Like, she will go into anaphylactic shock if she has even the tiniest bit of this stuff as shown in the first book. So, um, Sophie has to repair her abilities again. She says yes, because Sophie doesn't put herself first. Not at all. They, uh, right before, uh, they give her the medication as well, they're like, okay, so, we made the basic one, but we also made, like, the one that's a little bit more dangerous, but might also fix more. You can choose which one you want. Oh my gosh. Why are they doing this to her? That's what I'm saying. And everyone's like, no, Sophie, you've done enough. And then, of course, they use this whole thing of like, oh, but Kifei encouraged her to like take the more dangerous one because you do and you end It's just like, I don't care. Let Sophie rest. And um, it describes, um, I like to reread books. Uh, and it's one of, the, one of the parts that I really like to re- reread in that book is the part where, like, it describes what she goes through and, like, how she feels, how she feels like she can't breathe, all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, her dying. I just realized how weird that is to reread. But anyway, and to like to reread that. But <laughs> um, she ba- she technically dies and they have, like, her heart stops. They have to do chest compressions and stuff like that. And it's really hard because when she wakes up, her adoptive mother, Edeline, comes in. It was so hard. This poor woman already lost a child. So, like, it was hard to nearly lose Sophie as well. Um, But she comes in and explains everything. And Sophie can tell it was, like, really rough. And she's like, was it worse than last time? And, like, she's like, well, they didn't have to do chest compressions last time. So... Mm. Yeah, Sophie died, um, and then breathed again, so she's fine. Well, not fine, she's alive. We'll put it that way. So, in another contemporary novel, I I found Mia from If I Stay, which I think I talked about in in the books that shouldn't have sequels, because this is the book where she... She doesn't quite die. I consider that she... I I think she kind of died, though. Um, Technically, she may not have. But she leaves her body and has to figure out whether she's going to stay and live or, like, die and not come back. Yeah. So. All in all. (laughs) She died. Uh, She she died. (laughs) And has to, I guess, like... She walks around, re- like, going through memories and, like... She walks around. 
she, I, that's kind of how the movie depicts it, you know? Like, the way she's you worded it, almost like, like a ghost. She walks around. <laughs> but yeah, Mia it, from If I Stay, which uh, I guess, go listen to that podcast episode too about the unnecessary sequels because we have things to say. We do. We have things to say. Well, let's see. Which one do I want to talk about? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with the one person and then get into the many people. Um, so another one person that died um, would be Prince Saren uh, from Crown of Coral and Pearl. Um, actually, I don't think he ever died, but it was assumed he died. He did get stabbed. And I think I kind of talked, or maybe I didn't talk about this book, um, in the unnecessary sequels, um, because I thought the first book ended just fine, and I was surprised to find there was a second book. I didn't see why there would need to be one, because Mm -hmm. Prince Saren was dead. Um, second book... Had other plans about his death. He was not anymore. Um, and, like, it was a pretty good sequel for one I didn't see coming. But I still think he could have just been dead. And then he did die in the end. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. They kind of tried to make it like a, he, like a, a pity death. He jumped off a cliff. What? Yeah, so I think they tried to make it feel like, oh, he knows he's lost and he might feel bad about some things, but it's just like, uh, let's just be glad he's dead. Yeah. We've talked a lot about Cassandra Clare. (laughs) (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Um, you know, we love her. We're intimidated by her. (laughs) Absolutely. Scariest Um, woman I've ever heard of. Honestly, she churns out books and writing like it's nothing. It's like she's breathing. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Simon from the Mortal Instruments. Simon is Clary's best, best friend. Best friend, yes. I and remembered. They, yeah, they become Parabatai. Um, Simon, at one point during the Mortal Instruments, dies. Rude. And and returns as a vampire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so he has to deal with that. Um he's like it's it's just really unfortunate for him because he's he like he doesn't want to like drink people's blood and he goes as long as he can without. Um and it's just like, if Clary and her family hadn't been, like, shadow hunters, then he probably wouldn't have gotten roped into this and become a vampire in the first place. But... <laughs> That's just like, man, I can feel like the characters must feel guilty if they think that way then. Mm-hmm. Aww. That's sad. He does end up, you know, I guess not reverting it, but he becomes a shadow hunter instead. So somehow he gets out of the vampire thing, but like he did die and then become a vampire. Huh. 
Well then. Yeah. He just has to hit a low low. And then he (laughs) he comes back up. He also thinks at one point that he's in love with Clary. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling him, talking about that. Yeah. So. We have a whole episode on Cassandra Clare, guys. We do. It's good. You should go mm-hmm. listen to that, too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Simon. <laughs> you reminded me of people. So oh. I've added to my list again. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're keeping with the topic. It's Cassandra Clare. Um, oh no, this is spoilers for you, but you spoiled Simon for me, so it's fine. True, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm currently, I'm about to read the like the Shadowhunter stuff in the most in like the strangest order <laughs> because I've read the Dark Artifices and I'm reading the Last Hours, and my friend has given me oh, what's the series? It's right here. The Infernal Devices. Mm. So yeah, I, like I will have read anything except the main story that started it all, basically, <laughs> soon. <laughs> but anyway, um, we'll start with the last hours first, which is Jesse Blackthorn. A Blackthorn. Ooh. Um, he actually died before the events of the story take place. Um... And I might be saying this a bit prematurely, but I don't think he's dead anymore. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think he was brought back to life. But we don't have anything confirmed yet, and the next book doesn't come out till January, so. Oh my god. It's my speculation. But I think everyone's kind of pretty sure. But if not, then Jesse doesn't deserve to be on this list and disregard him. So I'll talk about Emma Carstairs. <laughs> You hear that, Rose? Yes. What? Yeah. This one hurt. This one hurt. What? Because it switches to Julian's POV for it. No! As he watches Emma die. No! And then she turns into a Nephilim. Well, both of them do. They become giants. And just kind of start killing people. And then they almost die. And then their family saves them. And then they're not Nephilim anymore and they're fine and they're alive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but Emma technically was in the process of dying. And I'll count her as dead because she accepted death. Until Julian said, you're not allowed to accept death. Oh. So yeah. That's uh that's Cassandra Clare. That is Cassandra Clare. <laughs> that is Cassandra Always Clare. And we may in. have missed characters. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like there's more. There might might be more. And I'm sh- I'm sure there is. Yeah. I mean, what can you really consider dead in the Shadowhunters universe, you know? Right. Is the ghost dead, or are they technically alive, in a sense? 
Like, yeah, there's too <laughs> There's a lot of technicalities at play here. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, Dude. technically, by that standard, what's her name? What? What's the dude that Malcolm tries? The dude, the girl that Malcolm tries to raise from the dead, Annabeth. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, she was dead, and then she was alive. Hmm. So add her to that list now. Okay. We should move on before this becomes another Cassandra Clare episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, my turn to talk about whoever? Yes. Yes. Alright. Alright. Ezra Mason from the Illuminate Trilogy. And this kind of like we have I forget the his love interest i forget her name she's on one ship and he's on another after this company comes and blows up the planet where they live um and so these you know these two ships save them and like the books are supposed to be them com like compiling evidence against this like Baytech company to help prove the point that like they were behind everything and they're just bad people and responsible for many many deaths etc etc mm -hmm. Ezra decides to go and play hero <laughs> oh Ezra oh, don't Ezra. you know that's how people die yes and that's how that's what we think ends up happening um, and I found this on the wiki. So the second battle, in the second battle of Carenza Four, Ezra was responsible for multiple Baytech deaths. However, his plane was shot down. And following this, we believe he is dead. And we think this is dead. He, we think he's dead for a while. Then we find out that he survived. And <laughs> I think this is this is this is good. Uh but you know, that's that's what this episode is about, is like we're pointing out how emotionally manipulative this yes. can be. <laughs> that is the perfect word. Um and so I'm distraught by this. The love interest, who they're one of those like enemies to lovers kind of <laughs> tropes. Oh, so you're especially invested. Yes. And <laughs> they like argue all the time and they're finally coming around to each other. And he, he just, we think he's dead now. And she's he like, of dies. Well, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Dink! <laughs> what, what can I... How do I handle this? And, like, you, you know... You don't. You, you can't, because, like, she has already lost so much um, of her family from, like, Baytech coming in and blowing up their planet. Oh, my gosh. And it's just, like, there's so much trauma. Then to have this other thing have Ezra 
die, and then come back is a little bit of a whiplash, especially for her. So It's just straight up rude. Some devs yeah. are rude, especially when you're, they're not real. Right. So, that's what I have to say about Ezra. Okay. <laughs> um, I remembered another character, but I'm not going to add them because I'm lazy. So, Fair. I'm going to talk about, uh, I think his name is Reese or Rice, I don't remember. It's from the Effigies trilogy. He is the love interest of the main character, and at one point, um, we think he got exploded. <laughs> and I don't recall the proper word for it, but essentially, I think a laser or a large amount of energy or explosive was called down from, like, a space satellite, I don't really know, or, like, something. And he was exploded. Or so we thought. Oh, technically, also the main character's twin sister was uh, dead, but then not dead. Courtesy of being raised from the dead. Which uh, was not nice. Framed a lot of a lot of problems on the main character when it was not her fault. Was not her fault. Yeah. Literally, literally, at the end of the books, it's like, like, they, it's so funny, because, like, the effigies, I've talked about them before, but, like, they basically, four girls, the four elements, yada, 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 they have, like, fandoms, so, like, people will get on, like, different, like, sites, like, Tumblr or stuff like that, I'm sure, and, like, talk about how much they love you know, and like the main character was once one of those fans who would be on those sites, and so she's looking on it again, and there are people like, really, the evil twin theory was right. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, man, you're calling it out, and I love it. It was self-aware, but also really hard. It was not easy to face your twin sister who you thought was dead. No. <laughs> but it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess Maya also technically died, because I think you had to die to get to this place where, like, part of the final confrontation was. I don't recall. Lots of things happened. Lots yeah. Lots of things happened. Oh, wait, Maya also technically died because she fell off a- well, she was stabbed and then fell off a cliff. Hmm. Yeah, lots of things happened at the end of those books. At the, at the end of the second and third book, it got- it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Should I go for another or should I just go for my last two all at once? That's up to you. I'll go, for the, I'll go for the... Oh, wait, three. Because there are all many casualties. So it'll be fun. So I'll, I'm going next to them? Yes. Okay. Alright, perfect. So, <clears throat> Afterworlds. Which I finally read <laughs> after buying it so many years ago. Finally got to read that this year. <laughs> hey, but you did it, and that's what matters I did end. it. It was one of my book goals... You know, I'm trying to get through that TBR list. 
especially of the books that I own and haven't read. Anyways, so this this book is interesting, and I think I've told you a little bit about it, but it's about Darcy, who wrote a novel and ends up selling it to a publisher. She like gets uh, a lot of money from the book deal, moves to New York to become a, like become an actual writer, go on book tours and like meet other authors and that kind of thing while also trying to write a sequel. Well, with this book, um, you get a chapter from like Darcy's perspective as she's, you know, navigating this new life of hers. And then the alternating chapter is like an actual chapter from her novel. And it is telling the story of her main character, Lizzie, who Lizzie, she's like, I think, yeah, she's at an airport, like, she visited her dad, wherever, because her parents are divorced, visiting her dad, getting ready to fly back home, when there's, like, a, an awful, like, there's a deadly terrorist attack that goes down at the airport, and these people are just shooting at anything that moves, so she decides to, like, collapse and she, she's like chanting to herself, pretend to be dead, pretend to be dead, pretend to be dead, then dies. <laughs> what? She, yes, she like leaves her body and enters the spirit realm. And she meets like this sexy, like spirit guide <laughs> who becomes her love interest. But, and she comes, eventually, like, comes back to her body, and she gains the skill to essentially, like, move between spirit realms, but she's kind of, she, she has to kind of die in order to do it. Oh. So. <laughs> I, I say that. I that power all too much. No, I don't, it, 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 yeah, and I can understand it. But um, I thought I would save that for last because it's a very interesting take and a very interesting, like, power to give a character. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, like, this definitely fits because she has to essentially leave her body repeatedly in order to do things and get things done. <laughs> so. Man. Imagine having to die to, like, actually do things. Yeah. Like, that's insane to me. Like, if she well, wants to talk to... the point of death to... was to not do things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That was uh, Lizzie from Afterworlds. I think it's that pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's time to get into multiple deaths over on my end. So... I'm gonna start with the Witchlands, because that, it's easier to explain. So, Cullen, Merrick, and Adon. All characters who die. And then don't. Merrick, um, was exploded. Like, someone tried to, like, suicide kill him. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he got put to sleep in the Sleeper's Mountain. I'm going to count that as kind of dead, because at the time he was um, assumed dead by most people. Um, and then there was Cullen. He had an asthma attack. Yeah. Oh. And... I mean, like... Cullen is, like, kind of dead? Like, Cullen died. But, like, his body still goes on. And his spirit might still be in there. But, like, he's kind of possessed by a paladin of the past. Because the paladins do reincarnation. So... Kind of alive, maybe? He's on the list, so yes. What is that? Um... And then there's a dawn. <laughs> and <laughs> what I have written down for a dawn. A dawn died due to blood loss, probably internal bleeding, broken bones, and just everything. And just everything. Just everything. This poor boy was brutalized um, mm. while trying to save a swelt and save uh, a Deirdre. Uh, I think that's the name. Um, and just, you know, overall, he, he just tried to be good and not, um, just an assassin who worked for money. And he died for a little bit. And then was brought back to life. <laughs> By a swelt. Yay! So, yeah. Um, and then next is the Mirror Visitor series. And, uh, I can't name names of who died. All I can say is many people were thought to be dead, but were not. It was thought that these people on these arcs, these chunks of the arcs that are floating in space, um, it was thought, because one second it was there, the next it was not. So it was thought that these chunks of void, of arc, fell into the void. And therefore, people died. Um, it turns out they were just put in the reverse so they weren't dead they were just kind of in a dimension parallel I guess it's very hard to explain because the book is split the final book is split into two parts which is recto and like reverso I believe mm -hmm. and it's basically like yeah they were put into the reverse in order, because the other was trying to, like, destroy the world or whatever. Something was happening, things were just randomly being put into the other, and it was bad. So, many people were thought to be dead. They were not. And the final one, this is gonna be my favorite. Um, I've got a nice list here of people who died but did not die. Um, being Alder, Patrick, Kasha, Lore, Segan, Spader's dad, Uncle Press, Courtney, St. Dane. Oh, I feel like there was someone else. Mark's parents! This is all, these are all from the Pendragon series, which I'm currently on the final book for. And most of these characters came back to life in the ninth book. Not all of them. Um, Mark's parents died in like mm, seventh or eighth book I think and 
Well, they died on second Earth. No, they didn't die. They thought they were in a plane crash. Oh. But it turns out Neva went from Quillen to second Earth and stopped them from getting on the plane so they didn't go disappearing with the plane. Um, and then they were put on first Earth and they were alive. But then at some point they were in a car accident on first Earth. So they were like dead. Well, they were thought to be dead and then they weren't dead. And then they were. Um, St. Dane was technically, like, vaporized at least once. Um, and I think he, he was stabbed as well once. And both those times he died, but, like, St. Dane came back. Oh. Rude. Um, Courtney died in a hit and run. By St. Dane. Uh, what? Who then saved her life. Like, she was in the hospital on the mend, and then she started to code, and then St. Dane saved her. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uncle Press died in, like, the second book. I was so angry about that. I was so unbelievably angry about that. He was shot. And I was so angry when he died. Because I was like, the one person with answers. And now he's dead. And then he wasn't dead. And I'll explain how a lot of these characters aren't dead in a moment. <laughs> but Uncle Press was shot. Spader's dad was poisoned. Um, yep. Segan uh, died of blunt force trauma to the head. No, he was poisoned. Oops. Segan was poisoned. <laughs> Kasha died of blunt force trauma to the head. Segan is Kasha's dad. So first, Kasha's dad is poisoned, and then at the end of the book, Kasha dies due to blunt force trauma to the head. Laura died as well because she got stabbed. Um, and then Bobby brought her back to life. And that was a hard moment because there were a lot of implications of, like, oh great, I can bring one person back from the dead. But other people mm -hmm. died, so that's not nice that I only know that now. Yeah. Um, and there was Patrick. He technically died twice because he was shot twice. Uh. On separate occasions. And died both times he was shot. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Alder is another. He was also gunned down. Yeah. Um, but of the, of the travelers and their, um, parents or guardians, um, so that would be Alder, Patrick, Kasha, Lore, Segan, Spader's dad, un and Uncle Press, um, as well as St. Dan as well. They all died, but they didn't die because their physical forms aren't their actual forms. They're spirits of Solara. And... They're also Solara's last chance of staying alive. And so they died, but they just went back to Solara, which is the place where you go after you're dead anyway. So they just kind of went back home. Mm -hmm. um, and then they were all given their physical forms back. Um, because they still hadn't won and they kind of needed to win. And they're still fighting for that win. As far as I'm reading. They're still going. But yeah. That's, uh... 
That's all the people that died and came back. <laughs> For me. Alright. Yeah. I did it. I got through them all. Woo! Woo! Gotta love when a book series kills off a bunch of characters and then brings them all back. Yeah, and then says, just kidding. Yeah. I was kind of glad for some of them. Like, Lore, I was very upset. I was very (laughs) upset when she died, and then was very glad two seconds later when she was not dead. Um, But, like, in the ninth book is when Patrick and Alder die. And I was so upset when they died, because I was like, Patrick is a cinnamon roll, he does not deserve this, and Alder is too good to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, DJ McHale brought them back, so I was happy. Yeah, there are definitely some that I'm, I was happier about than others. <laughs> <laughs> right, though? <laughs> Like, you had to come back? You, of all people? Yeah. (laughs) It would have been better if you just stayed dead. Ooh! That's- that's- I hope that- someone write that in a book. Someone make a scene. (laughs) Someone make a scene. I'm not kidding. Someone dies, they come back to life, problems ensue. It would have been- in the heat of a moment argument, it would have been better if you just stayed dead. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good scene. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to check out our Instagram to see book reviews and such. And just like updates on new episodes and anything. That's where you're going to get like the most updates and just general knowledge of what's happening. So mm-hmm. if you want updated, check us out there. But, but as, as for now, now we, we gotta, gotta book it. <laughs>